Sip, survive, and repeat. Oh my God. Janelle sometimes loves a big entrance, but it's just for you guys. Yeah, I mean, you guys can't see her. We can though. Obviously, it's, some, it's yeah. something. There's like jazz hands. It's and... so much better when we're in the same room together versus yeah. when we had to do virtual. It just, I didn't like it. I wasn't feeling it. I didn't like it. So during no. those six months, I'm sorry, my stuff kind of sucked. I mean, that doesn't mean my stuff's gonna get better. I'm just saying. Um, like, I feel. I like... would like to remind you of the Alien episode. <laughs> That I did? Yeah. It was we were so together. Bad. Oh, no. I think that was my worst one. Um, I've had some shitters, too. I can't remember them, but I when they're done, I remember being like, that sucked ass. Yeah, but the minute I started the alien one, I was like, this A, I haven't read the whole thing yet. Oh, yeah. B, the first line into it, I was like, this is going to be real stupid. But I just, you know, had a sweat stash, and I was sweating and nervous. <laughs> And it was fine. If you guys don't know, when we say sweat stash, do you guys get this? It's like when you get nervous, like your upper lip just immediately starts sweating. So that Speaking of that, Kenny, I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Because you have an actual stash involved in your facial hair. Yes. If you get a sweat stash, do you notice? Never had a sweat stash. I like, I don't I bet feel you it have. anyway. You just don't feel it. Yeah. I don't feel it. Maybe I should just grow a full mustache. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think I can either. Because you're blonde like me. Like yeah, little, I have a little fuzz. You know what? I like catfish. Since I moved, um, I don't. Oh, you know what? I think I did unpack it finally. I lost. Like I lost my little like thing that gets rid of the fuzz. Yeah. And I think I just located it, but I haven't used it yet. So mm. I'm I'm definitely. I use mine in a while. I have a little hot sitch. There's also this mole likes to grow some stuff out of it. I've got a couple of pimples that are just mm. living their best life on my face right mm. now. Or like when I did do my own like. I got the little razor, the twin. I think they're called Tinkles or yes, Twinkles no, on tinkles. Amazon. I have they're like those. these little razors. And Todd like walked in. He was like, um, <laughs> "You're like le- I was like legit shaving my face like a man." <laughs> and, he, and and then I broke out afterwards. And he's like, "Well, maybe you should get some shaving cream." <laughs> and then I never did it again because I was like, "I can't." That's why I got this little like it. It's like an electric thing. You've got the real deal. And it looks like it looks like lipstick and it comes in a pink. So it's very feminine, but yeah. I'm definitely still Did literally you get any shaving burn my face. Or anything from it or sometimes my face gets irritated, but uh-huh. like so far nothing's happened. I mean, I had really my face broke out really bad and that's when he called me out and was like, "Maybe you should get some shaving cream for it." I have sensitive skin, so I so hear I you, am. but anyway. That's why I grew a beard shaving always i broke out right so i was like i'm yeah. done i'm Us just gonna pale, grow a beard the pale folk of this podcast can't we can't deal with I it can't, yeah um anyway <laughs> anywho aliens um, to shaving great <laughs> perfect great segue um let's talk about the wine um mm. because it's delicious i'm really sad that i ate a piece of gum in the car on the way here because it kind of ruined my first sip i didn't even brush my teeth today Holy shit. Guess what? You're brushing it with white wine now. I just now. remembered. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, I can't smell your breath from here. I know, but just when you said you had a piece of gum, I'm like, oh, that was nice of her to freshen her breath for us. And then I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even brush my teeth today I, yet. I brush my teeth before I like at all ever exit my home. Like That's good. I immediately wake That's up. called good hygiene. Go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, then take Sedona out. Because here's the thing. I never know who I'm going to run into now that I live in like a more urbanized area. Like, there's people, and they say hi to me. I'm like, I look disgusting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not like, nobody wants to see me without mascara. Let's just say that. And my hair, I mean, there's a baseball hat involved because my hair is a disaster. Like, it's not good. Anyway, 
Wine. Let's talk wine. What are you doing Sorry. over there? She's like feverishly typing things. My computer just shut down on me. But and my story is saved. I was nervous it wasn't saved. I was like, oh God, it's gonna be bad. Okay, so this is uh again from the collection from our friends at Magna Wine Boutique. And I will post a picture, or it's probably already been posted because I like so to good. post it like as soon as we drink it. Uh this is called Lubonzi and it's a Chenin Blanc. And I don't know what that means, but it was grown in South Africa's famous Swartland region. And it's 100% vegan. So for all you vegans out there, not all wine is vegan because they use different things that are like animal byproducts to like help with the, um, uh, what's that called? The aging process. Okay. You know, when they put it in the the barrels and shit happens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not vegan. Okay. Didn't realize that. Yes, ma'am. Um, and so it's pale yellow in color. I would concur with that statement. It looks a little bit like urine, but like delicious looking. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has melon and passion fruit aromas. And it's good with uh, chicken or fish, which I would agree with. But I would also like to say it also is just a nice little ditty this afternoon by itself. Yeah, it's really refreshing. It's, it's really very, good. very refreshing. Um, and so Lubanzi is translated to, you're going to love this, Wandering Dog. Oh. As, is that what's on the, yeah, that's what's on the uh, yeah. barcode too. And as a, and wa- the label. a wandering dog led the winemakers on a hundred mile hike across South Africa. Wow. So this, I'm guessing the dog maybe found the actual like location maybe he was like maybe. a, a wine sniffing dog like a pointer wine dog yeah instead of finding like those really expensive mushrooms it finds like vineyard wine. places it finds grapes it finds great places to plant grapes it also says on here that 50 percent of the profits uh go back to the hands that made it in <gasps> africa i love that so um yes beautiful yeah so this is it's a very delicious wine and this is part of um they have the wine club at Magna Wine Boutique. And if you live in the United States of America, uh, you can join their wine club. And it's very easy to do. You go to their website, magnawineboutique.com, click on wine club. And then you can pick to either be uh, to do the sweet boutique, which this is part of, or the seasonal one, uh, which um, it's more reds, right? Or just it's, I think because it's seasonal right now. But yeah. Um, Every wine that we've tried from them is delicious. I have not tried one that not we a one? didn't like. So even the ones that we were skeptical of. Mm-hmm. That we ended up buying a case of. <sighs> yes, the chocolate wine, you guys. Um, also, that one that was like more sweet, mm-hmm. that one was good too. Yeah. Even though it was like not up our alley. I also think we just love any wine. But again, I'm not a Moscato fan. And no. the other one was really good. And this is a very, like, I picture drinking this in like fall, like a crisp fall day or in the spring or summer. I mean like today? Like today. The, the leaves are blowing in the background. Mm. Got mm-hmm. candles lit. It's very romantic in here. Very romantical. Actually, I have no candles lit in here, but. Right. I mean, probably smart. Yeah. I almost caught myself on fire this weekend on my friend's oh. tiki torches. Oh, oh God. <laughs> She likes to have people over for like, you know, outdoor gatherings yeah. in a socially distance. It was beautiful distance. out this weekend. It was gorgeous. And <laughs> I walked up and didn't notice the tiki torch. And I turned around like very breezily <laughs> and almost caught myself on fire. Oh, God. Oh, oopsie. <laughs> My bad. Was this in her backyard, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has a nice patio. And then it started raining. So then we took it into the garage. Oh, yeah. There was like a really quick downpour, right? Yeah. So okay. we took it into the garage and that was funny. She she lives in like an older house mm-hmm. and the garage is not attached. So there were little mices 
And I was like, oh, look at that little mouse. And my friends were all like, ah, like I screaming. Scare me, no. Just don't get, just don't come into my house. They were so cute. I wanted to take them home. At our old house, it was like this super old little bungalow. And we, one day we saw all three animals like staring at a corner. And there was a little mouse in the corner. And we picked it up and took it to the park and set it free. Aww. We didn't kill it because it was so cute. I'm sure it came back into our house. But probably, yes. We didn't, we never saw it again. Yeah. that we know of I've rescued mice out of uh the garbage bins at my old house before like I found them in there yeah. and I was like hey you guys get out of like, there I get why you want to come in here yeah there's food I, get I understand it. just Ugh. find a place outside I'm, my face is already getting hot why? from drinking oh from drinking. From the wine. I don't know what's wrong with me um I'm taking my shoes off but they're sandals so that's not going to help too much um too. so I wanted to say thank you to all of our beautiful and wonderful fans oh because we are over a hundred reviews. Thank you so much. Yay. <laughs> and there's nothing more satisfying because, you know, we do this every week and we essentially do it for free. Like we don't yeah. get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than our great partnership with Magna Wine, we get which paid is a trade, which so we get, tr- we get paid in wine and we love them. So we would do it for free anyway, but to just get any type of feedback. And sometimes it's not always great, which is okay. Cause that's how we get better. But we just, I don't know. It makes me want to keep doing it and yeah. keep on trekking on. Yes. So we have 105 last I checked. And do you guys want to tell them when you got the, we're over 100 text. So it was like 2.30 in the morning on, what do you think, Kenny, Thursday? Was that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what f- was your immediate reaction, Kenny? My thought was, oh, like Jenny's living alone. She's just staying up till 3 a.m. every single night now. <laughs> just just boozing it up or living the best life or watching like forensic files. Um, I have been watching Murderous Affairs mm. and it's amazing. I mean, people are just killing spouses left and right. Well, I did have, so with the new Apple update, you can do like the bedtime silence where you don't get texts around a certain time but that's like that to me is dangerous like if something happens to my mom or like I want to know like if someone's going to text me at three in the morning and there's a reason for it or maybe Jenny wants to tell us about a review like I need those alerts on when I when we hit 100 I made sure that I immediately and it was like crickets from Kenny and I until in the morning yeah I was like and everybody else is asleep so I'm just going to lay back down and try and go back to sleep now but I was so jacked up at that point yeah so I was like yay and now we have 105 you guys so I don't even know so let's what you're get to doing. 200 you guys it's so exciting I can't even believe it or 150 whatever let's get Anything. to 110 Anything. 106 <laughs> damn it yes um so yeah that's it for me does anyone else have any updates no we had our nephew this weekend yeah Took him to the Cleveland Aquarium, mm. which was really fun. Yeah. Never been. Yeah, lots. I learned. I learned lots of things. He's really into turtles, tortoises. There's a big difference. Didn't know it. Yeah. So I had a lot of schooling this weekend on toads, mm. frogs, mm-hmm. and tortoises. Nice. It was a great weekend. Did you get to touch any of the sea life? Um, a stingray. Mm. And then we also collected frogs on our walk on nice. Friday night. I mean, That's we fun. set them free, but. Yeah, but it's we, fun. We collected them around the neighborhood. It was a great time. And two of them fell in love. They're getting married now. They and now we're going to have baby frogs in our backyard. Those are it's called tadpoles. Tadpoles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I didn't have my son all last week or this weekend, so it was very strange, but I got a lot done. And now I get him tonight for a full week. So oh, nice. It's about to be mama death. Shit's about time. to get real. Again. Shit's about to get real crazy. Um, mostly we just play dinosaurs and Legos, but, but you recharged. 
Yeah, I'm ready. You're like, I'm ready, ready for, for it. it. Yeah. And so. your apartment is adorable. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. It's super cute. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, who should go first? I think we're both doing a serial killer case. Mm. What if it's the same one? Mm. Mm. Do you care? Uh, let's go Jenny first. Why All not? right. Oh, my God. Okay. That's good because I am already starting to sweat. So let's just like get it out now. Yeah, because you don't <laughs> want to pause the sweat and then re-sweat again. Yeah. Just Basically. keep it flowing. Just keep the sweat going. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say it and then you're going to tell me if it's yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm doing the – well, okay. I don't really have the survivor's name. I have, unfortunately, the serial killer's name. Mm. But get ready. Um, the serial killer – this is the survivor story of serial killer Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Play the side. A relief. Okay. A little um, – so th- – this guy is a real piece of shit. And he basically was using something called tagged. Do you know what this is, Ken? Ta- like You're tagged young, hip. Say what is it? Tagged, T A G G E D. It's a, oh. an app, a social media app. Okay. Never heard of it. Me either. Okay, apparently it's a social media app. Mm-hmm. And he was using it to lure victims. Okay. So, um this happened in 2016. And he was just 20 years old. Ew. Yeah. That's so young. Um, to kill so people. he ended up murdering three African-American women oh. and attempted to murder another. But don't worry. He got caught. And why? Mm. Was it because of the police? No. It was because these women were like, fuck this noise. And they used the app that he was using to lure women oh. to lure him. So they caught him essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm. They did have to use the police. Detective. They had to use the police a little bit to like just get smart. in on I the mean, sting. You don't want to be like all in on your own. But they like figured out this mm-hmm. is how we're going to get him. And I was like, yes, girls. I mean, women, ladies, whatever. Um, okay. So because he was using this app that none of us have ever heard of or seen, um, he was tagged the, or he was, I'm sorry, he was garnered the tagged killer okay okay um so um so a lot of people didn't think that he would be a killer there's pictures and i will obviously be posting them on social he was like a very well dressed very well kept Mm -hmm. young man um like he basically dressed nicely, always had his hair cut. He was clean shaven. He was like an attractive, young African-American you never guy. Suspect. Like, I saw the picture and I was like, okay, I see you. You're like, I would say hi to you. I would hit that. <gasps> <gasps> you can say that now. I know. So weird. I mean, I'm glad I didn't because he's a serial killer. Yeah. So. Good thing. Good. Good news. Um, so he doesn't, there's not a lot of information about his early life. Um, but it sounds like he grew up in a comfortable, well-to-do neighborhood in Orange, New Jersey. Um, he had a lot of family members who were actually employed with law enforcement. I don't know if that means police officers or if they were just like involved somehow Mm -hmm. in law enforcement, but whatever. Um, and he himself worked as a security guard at a hotel and at a grocery store. So he also was in some sort of like law enforcement security security situation um most people described him as calm and helpful Hmm. Mm. it's always the calm and helpful ones kenny are you a serial killer (laughs) 
Except Kenny. No, no. no. Okay. <laughs> well, somebody asked this guy and he said no too. So I don't know. <laughs> so we don't we believe you. <laughs> okay. So his first victim was 19-year-old Robin West. And um, Robin West, she actually struggled with mental health issues. Mm. And she had been a sex worker at the time of her disappearance, which was August 31st, 2016. Um, I read an, another article um, more about her and... It, it just sounds like she was in a rough spot and she, her and her friend had gone to New Jersey to like get away for the weekend Mm -hmm. and they ran out of money fast because they were also like into drugs and stuff. And so, um, the one night they were kind of just out on the streets because they couldn't stay at their um, motel anymore because they had run out of cash and her friend was already in like, um, sex work. And so she was just kind of like, you can do it too. Like we'll have a safety net set up. So like, so she had never done it before. No. This victim. Okay. Um, so she, like not, not in this capacity where yeah. she was actually like on the street and somebody just stopped to pick her yeah. up. So, um, it was her and her oh. friend. And when, um, Wheeler Weaver's, uh, when he pulled up in his, his car, pulled up. when his wheels pulled up and he weaved in out of track. Oh my God, what's wrong with us? So many, so many. <laughs> um, he, he pulls up and, um, the friend says, which one of us do you want? And he points to West. And um, so she goes with her, but her friend does, uh, I guess, the best you can do in that kind of situation. She takes down the license plate and the make of the car Mm -hmm. um, so that if something happens to her friend, she can at least report what had happened. And this is like one of her first go around, like in this like, in oh, this kind of, of situation course. where you're on the street and you're not familiar up. with the area because right. this is yeah. not their normal no they were from philadelphia yeah. so like close but not but yeah not the samesies um because they were staying it said about 15 minutes or 15 miles that's very different but they were out there right outside of manhattan in new jersey so okay. i think they were going into the city and stuff mm-hmm. um anyway so um the next day local police respond to a fire at an abandoned house. Mm. And when they enter the home, they find West's charred remains. Oh, God. Um, so her body was so badly burned that it could not be identified for two weeks because they had to actually use her dental records mm-hmm. because they obviously couldn't tell from the body itself who she was. Um, and they also couldn't figure out what the cause of death was because she was burned so badly. So... Um, later, when questioned about West mur- West's murder... There's a lot of W's in here, you guys. Wheeler <laughs> West. Wheeler Weaver. Because <laughs> he's a hyphenated name. Wheeler Weaver. Wheeler dash Weaver. Um, he said he had gone for a meal with West and dropped her off at the abandoned house mm-hmm. about two blocks uh, from where she was found. So he, I don't know, he's a big old liar. Um, but... Uh, Joanne Brown was 33 and in 2016 she was struggling with homelessness and also had mental health issues. Um, she was last seen getting into Wheeler Weaver's car on October 22nd, 2016, and she was reported missing, um, later that month. Mm. So again, someone who was struggling, um, and on the streets, um, probably using, uh, sex work to help get by, um, So her remains were discovered in a different abandoned house and tape covered her nose and mouth and she had been strangled to death. Oh, God. Okay. So um, just really, he kind of had an MO as Mm -hmm. to what he was doing. Um, His third and final victim uh, was 20-year-old Sarah Butler and she was a second-year student at New Jersey City University. So this is a little bit different because she was like a student. He's getting more risky, though, I feel like. Yeah. This is when I think he really started 
um, using that tagged app a mm-hmm. lot more to meet women. Um, it says Butler was a deviation from Wheeler Reaver's other victims as she was not a sex worker and did not struggle with mental health issues. Um, she was close to her family and, um, I mean, she was going to school. She was like, you know, yeah. doing her thing. Um, basically Adam Wells, who was the assistant prosecutor described the tagged killers, usual victims as somehow less than human, less valuable. Maybe they wouldn't be missed, which you hear a lot with serial killers or killers in general, because they're looking for people that won't get reported missing. Yes. And I think that is changing a little bit. I Mm -hmm. think that was a very like eighties and nineties and early two thousands way of thinking where now it doesn't matter like if you're a sex worker or not they're gonna look for you right am I right or hopefully I'm right I think things are changing but I think it's happening really like the dialogue slowly. like we're starting to talk about it a lot more so yeah it's changing in that way not because they all of a sudden started caring more no so. but um but killing Sarah Butler who was the student was a very big mistake because that is what obviously set them off as far as trying to find this guy um Sarah Butler was home for Thanksgiving, and she met Wheeler Weaver on Tagged, the social media app that none of us have heard of. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had planned to go out before, um, but actually Sarah decided against it because she was, like, nervous. Um, Mm. Then Wheeler Weaver offered her $500 to have sex, and she agreed. She's a college student. Oh, I know. My face was not because of that, but it's like... I'm like, what kind of app is this? That's what I'm exactly thinking. like. I'm looking into it. It's apparently their tagline. Here, I'll just read their tagline. Their tagline at tagged is uh, is the number one place to link up with new people, chill, and play games with over 300 million other users. So play I think games. it's kind of like like a hookup app, right? I don't th- know if it's looking through. It doesn't look too much like a hookup app. Mm. It's, it's just like discovering random people mm. and like maybe like the AOL Instant Messenger of our day. I guess it sounds terrible. I mean, in 2010, it was named like one of the most up and coming apps, but mm. I don't think it, I don't think it panned ever, out too much. Maybe mm. because of this whole serial killer thing. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, on, yeah. Their, on their Wikipedia, they have some like, I mean, this is mentioned on it and other child safety things. So. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't think it's the best app out there. No. Great. Okay. All right. Stay off tagged, you guys. So we offered her $500. Unless you want to advertise tagged, then you know. Yeah, if you guys want to advertise on here and but talk we about how safe disclosure. it is now. Yeah. yeah we'll <laughs> take out this episode and everything. Ooh. Ooh, girl. That's, it's going to cost you at least $500 and you at ain't least. getting sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he offered her $500 for sex. Uh, and she, Sarah jokingly texted him, you're not a serial killer, right? Oh. Uh-oh. Remember when I asked Kenny that and he said no? Prove it. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Sarah told her mom she was going to meet a friend and she borrowed the family van. Um, her mother didn't think anything of it and said bye. And it was the last time anyone saw Sarah alive. Oh, okay. Her body was discovered on December 1st, 2016 at 400 acre Eagle Rock Reservation in West Orange. Don't know if that's an address or if it was actually 400 acres of land. Don't no. know. Sure. Okay. Um, so just before Butler's uh, killing, another woman identified only as TT um, approached authorities regarding an encounter she had had with Wheeler Weaver, and it almost left her dead. Mm. Uh, she's 34 years old. Mm-hmm. At this point, she is several months pregnant, oh. and she had recently become homeless. Oh. So, so this fits kind of his this MO. Is, this is his original MO. 
So she had relied on sex work to get by, mm-hmm. and she had made a deal with Wheeler Weaver um, for him to pay for sex because she needed the money. Okay. Um, her thing, though, was that she liked to tell men she would have sex with them. She would meet them. They would give her the money, and then she'd be like, oh, I'll be right back. And then I'm, she'd peace out without doing the sex. I'm all for that. Good for you. Good for T-T. you, girl. Good for you, TT. Um, you just wait right here. Make yourself comfortable. I got to slip right into something more back. comfortable myself. My running shoes. Mm. Goodbye. So they met in a motel in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And um, they ended up leaving in Wheeler Weaver's car. Um, but while they were driving, he put on a ski mask mm. and proceeded to handcuff TT and also duct tape her mouth. No, 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 no. Mm. He raped her in the back of the car and he strangled her until she passed out. Uh, she awoke and she somehow told her, her captor, like, I need you to loosen these cuffs or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he did. And she got like one hand free. Oh. Um, but then when he turned around again, she had to stick her hand back in and pretend like nothing had happened. Um, she does persuade him that she needs to go back to the hotel because oh, what was the reason? It was in a different article than this one. There was a reason she needed to go back to the motel. Um, oh, she had to, she was supposed to be delivering like drugs or something like that to her roommate the guy who was living I don't remember and she's like they're gonna look for me yeah like I've we got gotta drugs. do this like they're gonna come out yeah so they get back there and she goes to the room and he's following about three feet behind her okay because he wants to follow her into the apartment to make sure she doesn't do anything suspicious mm-hmm. so she pounds on the door the guy who's waiting for the drugs opens the door and she immediately comes in and slams it behind her and the deadbolt shuts automatically mm. yes and so now Wheeler Weaver is like, fuck, this chick got away from me. Mm-hmm. Mm. She sure did. And so he's like pounding on the door and he takes off in her car. Okay. And she calls him on his cell phone and says, that's not my car. If you don't bring it back, like they're going to look for you in a stolen car. Dummy. And so, but before she called to say that, she called the police and said, this guy just raped me. And he's coming back with my car. I told him it was stolen. I mean, the, the minute he put the ski mask on, can you imagine the fear? Or like just being no, like, unless it was I'm really in so cold. much trouble. Yeah, unless it was really cold and you were like Listen, in Alaska. I'm always cold and I never fucking wear a ski mask. <laughs> All right, people. I have standards. My face is never that cold. It's cold. Mine's cold, but I will not wear a ski mask. No, that messes up everything. I know. Hmm. Okay. So, um, anyway... Wheeler Weaver, unfortunately, was gone by the time police arrived. So he, like, drove back, chucked the keys onto the front steps, and ran away. Cool. Uh, But Sarah Butler's family and friends, the girl who was murdered, Mm -hmm. uh, were determined to find justice. So what they did is they figured out um, Sarah's uh, passwords to all of her social media, Mm. including tagged. Mm -hmm. And they got in there, and they looked through all of her communications, and they discovered her having this conversation with this Wheeler Weaver character. Um, so Sarah's sister created a fake profile and approached Montclair police about what to do next. So she basically set up this whole sting operation, contacted the guy, and then was like, oh, That's hey, police. so amazing and smart. Yeah. Hey, police, guess what? Oh, I did your work for you. Come here. Come here. Come here. Look at this. <laughs> so together they arranged a sting operation. Um, on December 6, 2016. So remember, Sarah, I think, was found December dead 1st. on December 1st, yeah. of 2016. So this is not that far after. 
Um, so he, Wheeler Weaver arrived at the location he had arranged for his quote unquote date. He's not only getting more like aggressive, the time is getting getting shorter and shorter. That's how the serial killers do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so he was instead met by an undercover police officer squad and taken into custody. Yes. So, um, I, the, the article I was reading, it says where the case currently stands, but it's 2017. So I don't know where it actually stands. He's got to be behind bars. Um, but. He was indicted on three counts of murder, one count of attempted murder, aggravated arson, desecration of human remains, aggravated sexual assault, and kidnapping. Mm, bye. He pled not guilty to the three murders and the charge of attempted mm-hmm. murder because he's a dickwad. Um, on the day he was taken into custody, uh, they searched his home and found three cell phones in his bedroom. And creepy, guess what he used to do? This is I don't know why this creeps me out so bad. What? After he would kill someone, yeah, he would ask Siri to take him home. Like that seems it doesn't seem. I mean, yes, that's creepy, but it seems very stupid. Like, yeah, why would you? Make well, he that... did lots of stupid stuff like that. Like, yeah, he always like he was not. Very he basically smart. always had a smartphone with him or yeah. a cell phone with him. Yeah. at all of these places, so they could link him, no problem, exact time pinging off the towers that yeah. were like right near the body. Listen, dummy. When he set that abandoned house on fire with the first victim, mm-hmm. he went back to watch it burn. So and his phone the, was on. quintessential like. His phone was on next to him. He's like, hey Siri, how hot do flames get? Oh, and he used to ask, <laughs> he used to ask Siri all sorts of questions. I don't know if it was Siri. I'm making that up, but he was Whatever like. Whatever the voice activated. He was like, yeah, or he was like Googling like, how long does it take to dissolve a body in bleach? Like he looked oh. that up on his phone. Like, just dumb shit that he looked up on his phone or his three phones that he had. Um, yeah, here's here we go. His internet searches included how to make homemade poisons to kill humans hmm. and what chemical could you put on a rag and hold to someone's face to make them go to sleep immediately. So specific. Like, that's very specific. Well, yeah. Um, he also thought about applying to become a police officer. They always do. My the my story the guy did. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, again, they tracked his phone records and like basically, like the the fire. His phone records indicate that he initially drove away, but then came back to watch it burn. Um, of course, he did. And it also showed that the last person to call Joanne Brown before she disappeared mm-hmm. was none other than Wheeler Weaver himself. He hmm. picked her up, brought her to the abandoned house, and spent about an hour there before he left. Oh, her body was found in the home woman. around six weeks later. So there's just, he's just an idiot. So and thank you for TT and also the family of the last victim. Yeah. For bringing this asshole to justice. Um, the story is still developing, but as of December 11th, 2019, the prosecution had rested their case. So I will see if I can find any more updates. Mm. I did not search into it more, but um, I'm going to hope that he at least is doing life in prison. Well, with coronavirus and stuff, he might not, it might like. Yeah. He might just be sitting in prison waiting. Right. right. We so, don't know. But because I feel like it would have popped up for you, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. So TT is actually the survivor of this story. Hell yeah. TT. And even though she. And um, who was the last, sorry, who was the last victim's name? Uh, well, Sarah Brown was the last victim her and her family, her family and her sister are the ones who actually brought justice yeah. to this whole thing. But it was hard because people didn't believe TT. Of course. It's always Again, that. she was a sex worker. So it's like, you're yeah. on drugs. You don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Or you're a runaway or you're this or you're that. Yeah. We're not going to believe you. But yeah. because of her story and plus what happened with Sarah Brown, mm-hmm. they were able to piece it together and use the app to find this motherfucker. And they did. He's hopefully rotting in jail currently. So 
That is the story. story. I'd never heard that one before. Hey, yeah. Mm. Good times. Great times. Now my sweat stash is real intense, so now it's your turn. Well, you take a big old sip. Because I'm a little tipsy now. My armpit's sweating, Because I haven't really ate today, so this is like my lunch. Oh, God. (laughs) Late lunch. So... Late wine lunch. My story is also a survivor of a serial killer. Very serial killer we today. are. We're always on the same page. Um, and this is the survival story of Pamela Milliken. Great. Um, it's So I'm going to take you back to spring of 1985. Oh, yes. And teenage Pam is just living her best life in Canada, mm. whatever that means. Um, it's the 80s, and she's going to hitchhike. Mm-mm. Nope. Across Canada to, in one article I read to visit her brother, and another article I read was to go find her brother. So I'm not really sure which. Anyway, she was going to meet up, like she wanted to Something meet up with her brother, brother, which was about a nine hour trip from where she lived in Canada to where she needed to go. That's all we need to know. By hitchhiking. By hitchhiking. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. After, um, whenever she decided to go, she had a couple successful rides hitchhike rides with with people and um she was walking along a highway and it was getting dark out it was like eight or nine o'clock at night and she was like "Mm, I better find another ride with a hitchhiker or oh my god this wine is strong I better hitch (laughs) I better hitchhike to get you know to get a ride on my last leg or whatever right so she um you know sticks her thumb out does her thing whatever shakes her little leg shakes her leg and a white semi truck stopped on the highway and she went running after it Mm -hmm. Okay. okay so she said in an interview that she opened the door and looked at him and he said hey jump on in here and she said, I have a really heavy bag. Can you help me? And he helped her. He was very cordial, all this, that, and the other, whatever. So they go on their way. Um, so as she was, but as she was jumping into the passenger seat, hmm. she turned around quickly and he snapped a picture of her. So was what, like a Polaroid? Like a, pol- like, oh, well, no, it was like old school film. So it's 85. So not a Polaroid, but I'm hoping it was a Polaroid and it popped out right away. And then he started shaking it. Nope. It was a normal. I'm just. Kenny, do you even know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's that song. Shake oh, it like. And you're technically not supposed to shake. I know you're not supposed to, but everyone did it, Kenny. I, know, I, know. I mean, you couldn't wait. No, you got to like shake it. Yeah. Make it come faster. This is on like an old roll of film or okay. whatever. So he takes her picture right away, and she was like, "Hey, what are you like? What are you doing?" And he said, "I'm going to take your. I took your picture because if you rip me off, I can tell the cops you stole from me." And she's like, "Yeah, seems legit. Okay." Whatever. Mm-mm. So I'm not sure how long she was in the car with him, but it sounds like it was a, a pretty long distance. And she makes it to her destination. He drops her off of the bus stop, and she goes on her way. Okay. That's the end of my story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't aliens come down. And they don't get- <laughs> so um, fast forward 30 years later. Pam is 30. now 30 years. Pam is now 52 years old, and she's scrolling on Facebook. Yeah. And she comes across a picture posted by the FBI. And the posting was a picture of a young woman, long, brown, beautiful hair, gorgeous, in a vehicle, like someone like caught off guard. Someone just snapped a picture of her. And the posting went on to read, do you know this woman? This picture was found in possession of a truck driver and serial killer in the U.S. Um, and we're not able to ID this woman. And she looks at the picture and chills went up her spine. And it was a picture of her. No! 
And she was like, oh, fuck, I better call the FBI because <laughs> they're looking for me. That's my favorite thing is how do you call the FBI, you know? I know. And what do you say? Like, hi, I saw this Do you, like, Facebook. message them on Facebook? You know, like, like this I, is there's got to be like a hotline number or something. Well, it turns out she hitched a ride with the notorious notorious serial killer Robert Rhodes, known as the truck stop killer. Ooh. But yet he didn't kill her for some reason, for whatever reason. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Robert Rhodes and what a piece of shit this guy was. Right. Um, he is an American serial killer and a rapist. He was born in 1945 in Iowa. He had a pretty normal upbringing. Um, he joined the Marines right out of high school. He was honorably uh, discharged. And at one point, he did attempt to join the law enforcement agency, mm, as most do. Mm. But he was rejected. Yeah. Mental health issues? Um, because he was discharged from the Marines. And also, there was like some like attempted robbery file on his record or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was married three times. Mm-hmm. And... His third wife had claimed, like, sexual abuse and, like, all this other terrible things against him as well. So it seemed like his bad behavior increased over the years. Okay. He was really into the BDSM scene, Ooh. which I think is, like, whips and... Bondage. Bondage stuff, yeah. Um, so his MO was he preyed on um, hitchhikers and truck stop sex workers. Mm-hmm. And his... Patrolling pretty much started in the 1970s. It turns out that he committed his his first victims were um, Patricia Candace Walsh and her husband Douglas. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this guy's last name. Sure. It's really long. Um, let's just say Zerkowski. I don't know. Sure. Um, he immediately killed uh, Douglas and he kept Walsh Patricia for over a week. No. And during this time, he tortured and raped her multiple times before dumping her body. Um, And then a month after that, he grabbed an 18-year-old victim um, who was a drifter who escaped and informed the police. And then when the police were like, well, let's press, do you want to press charges? And she was like, no, because you're not going to believe me anyway. Because like your story, she was like, I'm a sex worker. I'm a drifter. I'm all these like bad things in your mind. And there's no point in me putting myself out there. And she was, she was really scared of him. Um, he had also kept her for two weeks in his truck. And, um, she was telling the police that he essentially converted the sleeper cabin of his truck to a, like a sex torture chamber. No. Um, Mm -mm. which there's not a lot of detail as to what exactly was included in that, but it sounds horrific. So she was very scared and he had tortured her and raped her for two weeks. And whenever she escaped, she just was not comfortable like putting a statement in and all this stuff. So she just dropped it. Well, 14 days later, um, a actual 14 year old Regina K Walters and her boyfriend were hitchhiking and they disappeared. Again, the boyfriend was quickly disposed of and, um, Regina, the, the girl was kept and photos were found at his uh, apartment. And that's how they linked the two cases together. You know, what's interesting is it's kind of gutsy that he, uh, was stealing people with a significant other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was kidnapping people. I mean, I guess they were hitchhiking, so they were like both out there, but like, you would think he wouldn't grab a woman if she was with another man. Yeah, you. But so like, 
Regina, they were 14. But the first person right. that they that they think was his first whatever, um, they were, I think they were like in their, I guess they don't say their age, but it sounds like when I was reading the article, he, they were a little older. But right. yeah, if there's a guy with them, you would think you wouldn't like right. two victims versus one. You're never one. safe people. But he got rid of the guys right away. Yeah, but didn't it's torture just, them, just didn't, crazy. But that's why, because, yeah. Well, yeah. I get why. I'm just like, it's weird that he actually would like take people that had a significant other and with I can't them. believe I've never heard of this one before yeah because it sounds so um I did look up for the one victim that got away the drifter who didn't want to press charges I did look up because I wanted to include her as a survivor but she's just pretty much there's not a lot of information about her out there so um good for her for getting away as well but I get why you know it's also like the early 90s late 80s and people don't believe you like mm-hmm. especially if you're not like an upstanding citizen, so to speak, in certain, you know, communities and stuff right. like that. So, um, so this went on for multiple years and one morning there was a highway, um, patrol trooper in Arizona patrolling highway I-10 and he saw a truck on the side of the road with the hazards light with his hazards on and when he investigated inside the cab, he discovered a nude woman. Uh-oh. Later identified as Karen Vine, handcuffed and screaming. Um, the driver was Rhodes, obviously. And he was charged immediately with her. She was still alive, so she's another survivor as well. They do not give her name. I never could find her name. Um, and he tried to talk his way out of it, saying, like, you know, it was consensual, and she was into it, and this was part of the whole whatever. And the trooper was like... Uh-uh, it ain't going to fly with me. So the trooper takes him in, and they start to connect all the dots of these of these women missing and everything. Um, it is said, so Rhodes only confessed to one murder. Mm-hmm. The rest are just speculated at this point. Oh. And it is also speculated that he killed more than 50 additional victims. That they cannot That they cannot try him for, but... That they was he like all over the country? All over the country. Mm. So he drove truck for like twenty years. So he was just like bebopping around the country, just murdering people. Perfect. Um, and so in, at the height of hitchhiking, you know, popularity. Yeah, exactly. Like the eighties and the uh, was hitchhiking as popular in the nineties? No, but seventies and eighties. Yeah. Like if he had started trucking in like the seventies. Yeah. And Pamela, our survivor of the story, she did say that she noticed a sign in his truck when she got in that said, like, um, I, I don't did have it written down. It, it said something. Like, no hitchhiking? No. <laughs> hitchhiking, please. No, it says something like, no money, no drugs, no ass, no service, or something like that in, no. in that regard. And she said to him, like, I don't have any money. I don't do drugs, so I have no, like, drugs on me. So she kind of knew that she was going to have to, like, have sex with him, and she did, but it was she said it was consensual. Like, he didn't rape her. He didn't torture her. He didn't do any of these things to her, and she's not really sure why, but, um, oh my God. yeah. So he was taken in, and he was brought to justice, and he's currently serving a life sentence in Illinois for the three murders. So they were able to charge him with the three murders, but, again, there are 50 victims out there that they are – that they suspect that he murdered as well, but they cannot tie to him. So Pamela is alive today. And again, she was just, you know, trolling Facebook that one day and saw her picture and she's gorgeous and just got so lucky that 
she did not what, what if you were looking on facebook and you saw a picture of yourself and you were like oh uh, yeah no Mm-mm. i mean freak me out it's like those people who turn into memes but like obviously that's less scary yeah so that is the story of pamela milklin or <laughs> milliken i like it and i kind of have a sweat stash oh my god yes was, my sweat stash is just starting to go away kind of all over and the I place and i feel like Sorry, this line is not that strong but it's making me a little sloppy <laughs> i'm a little i'm a little but you didn't eat see right now you didn't eat lunch i mean i know but i'm a little word slurry sorry everybody slurry i'm a little slurry it's fine so great i might have skipped over some parts but i'm a little slurry it's fine <laughs> no big deal Kenny, do you have weird news? Yeah, so you guys talked about serial killers. So we can stay dark oh. or we can lighten it up with the weird news. Ooh, stay dark. Let's stay, stay dark, dark. Okay. yeah. Uh, this West Virginia woman just pleaded guilty to killing her boyfriend so she could what? Get a cat. Get a dog. It, she didn't plead guilty because of this. She murdered her boyfriend. because. Of oh, this. because so, of this. Yeah, oh. she murdered her boyfriend so she could do this. Get a cat. Make what she wanted for dinner. He was allergic to cats. She wanted a fucking cat. <laughs> she wanted fucking lasagna. <laughs> and he was low carb. He was keto. He was keto. Uh, so she could marry her father. Oh, no! no! We should have known with... No, no. no offense to West Virginia. West Virginia is a beautiful state, it's but beautiful that state. could have been a clue. Mm, yeah. No. Okay, is she allowed to marry her father? Is that even a thing? Uh, she did actually marry him. She <gasps> got married, right? So... <gasps> Her, her father, and her sister tortured her boyfriend for three days before killing him, then buried him, unburied him, dismembered his body, reburied him. What? This it's a crazy story. Like the whole I don't want to go into all the details. They killed him with a wine bottle. Is this recent? They killed him with a wine bottle? That's not what wine is for. 2019. Wine is a joyous a she, joyous situation. You should not kill people no. with it. So she was actually adopted, and she met her biological father later, and she married her biological father. Oh, it's father. her bi... No, it is her biological father. I know. Her if she I was thinking for one second. I was like, married her okay, adoptive it's her father. Step, it's her adopted dad. Like, okay, fine. Okay. No. No, she married the blood no. one? I don't... I, again, I don't think that's legal in all 50 states. And I think she's got some daddy issues. Just a little, yeah. She, part of her defense was her dad made her do it, but I don't. I don't know. It's. It seems I bet like there's her a, lawyers trying to tell her to say that. There's yeah, a lot of drugs honey. involved. A lot of. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, it's it's a whole mess. The whole story Jesus. is kind of crazy, mm. but Do the you, gist of it is she murdered her boyfriend to marry her father. I liked mine better. I feel I like it, I would have been more okay. Diet. I would have been more okay if she killed for the cat or the food. Yeah. Yeah. Not to marry her. To dad. marry her dad is disgusting. No offense. I love my dad, but as a dad, disgusting. <gasps> <gasps> excuse me it's hard yeah i watched um what was i watching this weekend had something on a headline news oh god and it was a great it wasn't great but it was a i was like oh my god this could be my this could be an interesting i could i was like this could be my story this week whatever and then someone you know no one lived so (laughs) i was like damn it yeah i watch a lot of like true i do a lot of true crime stuff so like i watch a lot of true crime Uh documentaries and i'm like Oh, this would be good for a and then I'm like, oh, oh yeah. they're all dead. Yeah, I went through like a whole like 45 minutes, and I'm like, oh, this is a great story. Like, it has all the like details that sometimes we miss because you know survivors don't want to like give all the details. Everybody died, so mm. yeah. Mm. You guys, good job, Kenny. This, Way this to job lighten it up. 
we told him to keep it dark. I know we did. Um, we wanted to really, you know, get October and the spooky season going for you with mm-hmm. all of our dark serial killer bullshit. So, yeah. um, thank you guys for listening and thank you so much for getting us over a hundred reviews. Um, I'm going to do a shout out for the, there's a couple of people that left oh, yes. actual like reviews and I think one of them was the hundredth. And so we're going to give them a shout out. She, right. He or she, I don't know. Was very excited about it. Yes. As were we, but <laughs> believe me again, texting at two 30 in the morning, <laughs> like a crazy person. Um, if you guys want to tune in, you can tune in on Tuesdays for more. Sub survivor Pete. See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>